Welcome to the Real Life English Podcast, where we help dedicated English learners just like you cultivate the courage, the confidence, and the skills that you need to understand real life native English, to communicate clearly with people from all around the world, and to make your life an epic global adventure. Now, are you ready to go beyond the classroom and start living your English? Can I get an aw, yeah? Today, we will be talking about one of the highest purposes your ability to speak English can have. And this stems from the fact that English, whether you like it or not, is the global language. English is your best tool to discover the world through a plethora of information and to meet people from different countries and learn about other cultures firsthand. This is something that is at the heart of everything that we do here at Real Life. In fact, our company vision is to create a world beyond borders. So in today's episode, we are excited to join you on your English learning journey and help you to unleash your English's highest potential. Oh, and don't forget that you can continue learning with an exclusive lesson over on Instagram. Be sure to check that out after you finish this episode and get new lessons every single day. Yeah, boys and girls, citizens of the world, this is Ethan from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient, and worldly way to learn English. So download this podcast and listen to it while you're stuck in traffic, catching a plane, or even backpacking through Europe. Uh, Yeah, I'm joined here in the Barcelona virtual studio, as always, by the lovely Andrea. How's it going, Andrea? It's going great. Thank you for asking. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I love some of your your choices of uh, expressions there in the intro. Yeah, I thought they were fitting for today's topic. What does it mean if you're if something is worldly? Yeah, it kind of means you know experienced, open to the world, wise about the world, knowledgeable and and knowing really. Yeah. So it's you can imagine like as someone who's traveled a lot or who has made many international friends or works in an international business or anything like this that allows them to be connected to different cultures, they would have a pretty worldly perspective on things, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's what's so great. You know, that's why it's so important to be a global citizen and just learn about the world and open your mind and your eyes and and everything. It's such a great topic. I'm excited for today's uh, podcast. I could not agree more. I'm really excited as well. So we're going to be talking a lot about that today. But before we get into that, we have a shout out to a very special listener and app user. So today's shout out is from Pauzom Lamo. And he says, this app is one of the most amazing apps. Literally, I'm enjoying every bit of it. Thank you so much for giving us such a platform to learn English beyond the classroom. Certainly, I will take full advantage to improve my English. I really appreciate the efforts you guys are putting into this. Thank you so much. Well, that's incredible, Pazom. Thanks so much for taking the time to leave us a review, a five-star app review. And one of the things that stuck out for me there was how you pronounced every bit of it. So how did you say that? Every bit of it. So that would be a bit different between our two accents, right? I would say every bit of it. Ah, true. Yeah. You use the American T. Exactly. But there's a lot of connected speech there Mm. in both accents. And you wouldn't do a glottal T there. You wouldn't say bit of it. Not when I'm like talking on a (laughs) podcast or something like that. Maybe if I'm like informally speaking with friends and I'm feeling really lazy. I don't know. Every bit of it. Yeah, I probably would. (laughs) 
It's when your London street gang accent comes out, right? <laughs> yeah, my Cockney London accent. <laughs> so if you want us to give you a shout out, then just like Paul Zom, you can leave us a five-star review for the app in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. And if you're not using the app yet, what are you waiting for? Because you can get full transcripts for every episode along with all of the most important vocabulary, and it is absolutely free. So definitely go to the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, download it, try it out, and if you like it, leave us a five-star review and we might just shout you out. So before we get into today's main topic, we have a really incredible quote for you. So today's quote comes from Margaret Mead, who is an American cultural anthropologist. And the quote is, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. That's one of my favorite quotes for sure. I didn't know it came from Margaret Mead though. I don't know why I thought maybe it came from like Gandhi or mm. even when I saw Margaret here, I was thinking Margaret Thatcher at first, but that doesn't oh, sound very no. like Thatcherism, does it? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I hadn't heard this one before, but when I was doing some research, I came across it and I thought it was a really great quote and perfect for today's episode. Yeah, it totally has to do with the power that we have when we work together. And the oftentimes it is just like one person can make such a huge difference. I think the reason I thought that this was attributed to Gandhi is because it's like really he led such a peaceful movement to um, free India from the British empire, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it takes one person, then that other person to kind of really believe in what they're saying and want to make a change and then another person. So with that, like you can literally change the world. It just takes, like for me, it always just takes education. It's the most important thing. Have you ever seen that there's actually a TED Talk that explains a video of a dancing guy and like it's called How... I think it's how great movements are started or something like this. Yes, I remember. I, I think you shared that with the team. I remember watching that. Yeah. So we'll have to link that in the show notes because it's a <laughs> it's very humorous, but it is a really good explanation of this quote, you know, of how a small one person can like really lead something. And it, it talks about actually how the first person that follows that person who follows that leader is in many ways more important than the actual leader because it's a person that's taking a lot of risk to to put themselves out there to seem like a fool and stuff because they're inspired by this person. So uh, we'll leave that for sure in the show notes, which you can find linked in the description over at reallifeglobal.com. And let's roll into today's main topic. Hey there, real lifer. Have you downloaded the Real Life English app yet? On the app, Andrea and I will guide you beyond the classroom to live learn, and even speak English in the real world. So how do we do this? To start with, you can listen to the Real Life English podcast and Beyond Borders talk show, even this very episode, with digital transcripts so that you can follow along and develop your listening fluency. Plus, check dozens of definitions of all the most difficult vocabulary, idioms, phrasal verbs, slang, and so much more that you won't find anywhere else or in any other podcast. And how would you like to develop real-life speaking confidence at the touch of a button by speaking with other learners while making friends across cultures? Sounds like a dream, right? Well, now with the Real Life app, it will be a dream come true. 
Download the app to listen to our podcast with transcripts and definitions whenever and wherever you want and speak with people from all around the world. What are you waiting for? Join our global community today by clicking the link in the description of this podcast or by going to www.reallifeglobal.com slash app. That's A-P-P. Or simply search for the Real Life English app in the Google Play or Apple App Store today and let us guide you beyond the classroom to live and learn and speak English in the real world. Ah, yeah. All right, Andrea, so maybe people aren't so familiar with this term, global citizen or global citizenship. So what does it mean to be a global citizen? So if you're a citizen, you're like a citizen of your city or your country. It's the place that you live. But being a global citizen is a lot bigger than that. It's being like a citizen of the world. So what it really means is being open-minded, not being afraid of other cultures or the unknown, and being willing to learn and understand other cultures as well, rather than just being afraid of them or just saying, oh, they're different. They're too different. I don't want to know. I'm going to stick to like what I know and, and where I feel maybe safe. But Really, that's not what being a global citizen is all about. And if you can just get past that fear and be a bit more open-minded as well, like it can Mm -hmm. really change your life and change the world. Definitely. You can join that small group of thoughtful, committed citizens and help to change the world. I think a big part of that too, you're kind of saying it's um, not giving into the fear. And I think on the other side of that, it's having a natural tendency or, or cultivating a tendency towards curiosity, that instead mm-hmm. of being so quick to judge or letting that fear, the, those negative emotions pick up inside you when you don't understand something, is actually using that as an opportunity to be curious and to ask questions and to try to understand that other person's point of view, to understand why they do the things that they do. It's true. And I remember like growing up in London, it's so multicultural. And I mm. love that about my childhood and like just growing up there because as a kid, sometimes like you're so used to like your comforts at home. And then when you start meeting people from different places or you see things that you're not used to, sometimes you're like, oh, why are they doing that? But then rather than think about that in a negative way, you can learn about it and maybe why they're doing that and, you know, kind of see the the good in it and how, although you're different to someone, you can learn something different from them rather than thinking it's not good or your way is the best way. Mm-hmm. Or thinking that you're, yeah, thinking exactly as you said, thinking that your perspective is the right one mm-hmm. because it all comes down to like a different way of doing things. And I always like to think about it in the sense that, okay, if I'd grown up in the same place and the same circumstances as this person, I probably would think the same. I probably would act the same. And so maybe not being so self-righteous in a sense of thinking that you do things the right way and this person's doing things the wrong way because they just grew up in different circumstances. Exactly. Because, I mean, even growing up, I remember there were many people like that, that like you you said, you know, thought that their way was the right way and weren't so open-minded. Right. But then you just start to think in a different way. I guess, you know, if you study history at school as well, like you learn different things and it starts to open your mind and, you know, you start to learn that maybe your way isn't the best way and that you should at least be open-minded and learn about other things and other cultures and, and all sorts. Yeah. And I think 
Two, a big problem that we have today is the social media is kind of like expanding these bubbles of ignorance in a sense, for lack of a better word, because these social networks, basically the way their algorithms work is by showing us more of what we like. And so we tend to like people who think the same of us. And then it gets us in this isolation, this sort of like bubble of ignorance, as I said, where we're not seeing other people's perspectives. And Mm -hmm. so we're just feeding always like the way that we think. And this can be dangerous in a sense because it's creating, for example, in the United States and a lot of countries, there's just a lot of polarization between different parties because people aren't being exposed to other people's way of thinking in, in a constructive sense. And so I think it's really important that we actually find ways that we can expose ourselves to different ways of thinking in a open, non-judgmental sense, and really trying to understand where someone's coming from. Even if you don't agree with them, you can, it's okay. You can like listen to them and you can, you can disagree with them. But if you're not even open to hearing their points of views and to, to trying to put yourself in their shoes, then I think that's really like what's leading us to a lot of problems that we have in the world right now is just uh, so many people letting emotions of judgmentalism and and even going as far as like hate for, you know, people who just have grown up in different circumstances, right? Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's all in your mindset as well, you know, like whether you have the opportunity to travel or not, you can still be a global citizen, like from your living room, Mm. from your bedroom, from wherever you are. It's just about the content that you consume and maybe how you educate yourself about the world as well. And like, even I'm sure, I mean, so many cities are so multicultural now I'm sure like wherever you are you're going to meet someone that is not from the same place as you they they're not from the place where you live and it's a great opportunity to to discover more of the world and obviously online we see this all the time now because there's when you're on the internet there's really no barriers right to connecting to people for the the in the most sense obviously if a country has like a firewall or something then that makes it harder but for I don't know, 95, 99% of countries, you can connect to people and you can meet people. And and anytime you go in the YouTube comments or you go on a Facebook page or, you know, any, any of these places online, you're going to be exposed to people from different parts of the world or even from different parts of your own country that have a, a different mm. way of thinking than you do. Yeah, definitely. And there, there's actually a TED talk that, that we watched uh, and that we really like. And I can't remember exactly the name of it, but it's from a guy who I believe is a a diplomat, an American diplomat named William Uri, who's helped in a lot of um, negotiation settings. And one of the things that he learned is about taking a third, the third side. So usually when we're in a discussion, we think like, you know, I'm right, you're wrong. Each person thinks this, but he's about like stepping back as like a a third person in the room and saying, okay, what's the third side here? What's the the win-win situation? And he talks about uh, this idea that as humans, that there's many things that divide us, but what unites us as human beings is far greater and far more important. So really being able to reflect on when you have like these emotional reactions to people doing things differently than you, try to just step back and reflect a little bit about our common humanism, the common fact that most of us, when it comes deep down to it, we want the same things, right? We want security. We want uh, our family and our close friends to be healthy and, and safe. Um, and we want to, our children to probably have like a, a better life than we had to have more opportunities. Um, and we really just all want to be happy. So mm-hmm. I think when you think about this and different people just have different ways of, of getting to those results and stuff, and as long as you're not harming other people on your way there, 
I think that there's there's no problem with that. Yeah, that's exactly it. When it comes down to it, we're all human. And, you know, many, many years ago, like there weren't so many borders as there are now. There weren't so many countries as they are now. Like we're all from the the same source at the end of the day. And it's just remembering that. And, you know, you shouldn't look down on other cultures as well. Um, they're just... They've just grown in a different way. But like you said, what it boils down to, we all want the same thing and we're all human. Couldn't agree more. There's a quote I really like that says something. I'm going to butcher it for sure, but (laughs) we can put the actual quote in the show notes. But it's something like uh, love for one's country is a lovely thing, but why should that love stop at our borders? And I think that if we can start just kind of expanding beyond our borders and everything, which is both the actual like physical borders of our country and also just our mental borders, then we're going to be able to be a part of cultivating that better world for our future, for the next generation, for our children, for all that, all that jazz. <laughs> Just a quick interruption to ask you a question. Do you ever feel frustrated when you are listening to a podcast, watching a TV series, or you are in a conversation in English and you do not understand what is said? Wouldn't it be great if there was some way to understand real English without getting lost and without getting bored? Well, now there is. With our Real Life Native Immersion course, we will take you on a 41-week real-life adventure of the English language, each week exploring a different topic connected to our goal to help you understand and use your English in the real world. Just imagine understanding your favorite TV series without subtitles, or confidently speaking with someone and comprehending everything they say. You can do it, and we're here to help. And the best part is, you can try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod to sign up. That's P-O-D. Or simply click the link in the description of this episode. Okay, Andrea, so maybe someone listening there they're really revved up by these ideas and they they want to start working on their their global citizenship they want to get their global passport and <laughs> start start uh, building the values of global citizenship how can they go about doing that what would be kind of the things that you have to do to actually become a global citizen? Well, the first thing is, you know, if you have that feeling, that's amazing because that's the first step. That's the first step into opening your mind to other cultures and ways of doing things. And you can start off by learning about other cultures just by researching, watching videos online, reading books, and just learning more about the world. And then, of course, like, an amazing thing is English. I mean, English is a global language in many areas of the world, not just professional, um, in business, but it's a great language to connect to the world with. So, you know, that's why learning English is not just about learning another language or Maybe you aspire to learn English to help you in your professional career and to progress and everything, but it's going to be so much more than that for you because it's really going to be the tool that allows you to connect to the world um, on another level. That is very true. It's, it's that kind of thing where you you evolve yourself and then you see things in a different way, right? It's kind of like first you have to change yourself before you can change the way that you see things. Yeah, and... 
like English has become the world's lingua franca now. So it's the main language to the most common language, you know, to communicate. And that way, because obviously when you meet people from different cultures, different countries, different backgrounds, you don't necessarily speak the same language. But with English, it's the perfect tool for that because it makes communication a lot easier you can learn from each other, you can understand each other. And that's really going to even help open your mind even more and and learn more. You just have more sources of information to become a global citizen that way. And this is one of the reasons this is so important too, is just because the the world, I mean, we kind of talked about the internet in a sense, there's no borders on the internet, but the world in a sense too is becoming closer and closer, it's becoming more and more globalized. And so it's very likely that in the future, at some point, you're going to be working with people or having to interact with people that come from other countries. And you're going to need to do that in a way that's, you know, not judgmental of their way of doing things and being able to figure out how to overcome conflict or, or different points of views. So making sure, um, by developing kind of these global competencies of global citizenship is going to help you in your professional life, it's going to help you with new opportunities. It's going to also, I think, just in general, improve your quality of life because, you know, you'll have a, a better perspective of the world. Yeah, I totally agree. And if you remember, I think you made a lesson on this topic on the Real Life English YouTube channel about uh, how to how to be a global citizen as well, right? Yeah, about really the number one reason for mm. why you should learn English. So we'll, we'll for sure link that in the show notes if you're interested in learning more about this. It'll be quite a bit different than what we're talking about actually in this podcast. So all of this said, uh, one of the big reasons that we created our app is because we want to help people to expand their global perspectives and to help more people to discover their global citizenship, to go beyond the limits of you know where, where you happen to be born in the world, because it's a big world. And as we've talked about, it's becoming more and more globalized and we want more and more people to have opportunities to be a part of that global world. Um, And just because you maybe were born in a small village in whatever country uh, and you don't have the financial means or the time or whatever the case is to travel, we still want people to be able to have simple opportunities to practice their English and also to discover other cultures and make friends around the world. And this is really important because I think a lot of learners they tend to think, oh, I have to speak to natives. I have to speak to natives. Mm. I have to understand natives and all those things. And of course, that is important. Like if you want to move to an English speaking country, you want to connect with natives. You want to understand them when they speak to you. You want them to understand you. You want to understand your favorite TV series and movies and everything. But because English is a global language, you're not only going to be speaking English with native speakers. So it's so important to expose yourself to a range of English accents. And by that, we don't just mean American, Australian, British, and so on. Like we mean Indian, we mean German, we mean French. Like, I mean, every speaker has their own unique English accent when they speak it, if they've learned the language. And so really as well, you need to be open-minded in that respect and Mm. know that if you want to be a global citizen and you want to connect to the world, then you should 
converse with people from all around the world that speak English and try to understand them and connect with them in that way. Right. Yeah, this is going to help you to be a lot more versatile with your English. So beyond just connecting with other cultures, actually having the ability that if you speak with anyone, they understand you and you can understand them. So, I mean, imagining again, in a professional setting, it is very possible in the future that, you know, if you're working at least in an international business of any sort, that you're going to have a meeting with someone from India and Japan and Germany and stuff, and you're going to need to be able to understand all of them. And maybe if you've only focused on just the American accent or just the British accent, then you might find that to be a real challenge. So why not get some practice in listening to different accents and stuff so that you can be that really confident, versatile uh, communicator in any situation that you're thrown into. Yeah. And I mean, the app is amazing. Like I've connected with learners from Brazil, I think, uh, Bolivia, from India, from Bangladesh, from Poland, like so many places. And there, there are so many more I see as well, like, um, using the app or comments I've seen on, on Instagram and on YouTube. And even for me, like, most of the people also watch our channel. So some of them recognize me and then they tell me how our channels have helped them or, you know, they want to learn a little bit about more about you, but I always want to learn more about them as well because <laughs> I'm just so fascinated and I'm so excited to be talking to someone from a completely different part in the world to me and many times as well, places I've never visited. So mm. it's such a great, it's such a great opportunity uh, to learn. Like it, it's, yeah. I just could go on and on about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same. I mean, it's especially with the current circumstances of COVID and everything that we can't, I mean, both you and I, we love traveling and everything, and it certainly has limited the amount that we can do that. And for a lot of people, this is maybe true because of COVID. Maybe this is true even beyond COVID that for whatever reason, you can't travel a lot. And this is really it can feel like you're taking a trip around the world, you know, in, in 20 minutes, you can speak to people from five different countries and just learn a little bit about their part of the world and stuff. And so it's almost like this virtual passport that allows you to discover a lot of different places in really a short amount of time. And that's what I really love about it too is, I mean, I've even connected to learners, for example, from, I connected to someone, I think from Moldova, oh, wow. which I couldn't even point where that is on the, I have a general mm -hmm. sense, but I couldn't fill that out on a map or anything. And so, you know, getting to meet people from countries that, like you said, that I've never been to, that I've never met anyone from that country before. I think it's just like such a cool opportunity. I'm someone definitely who's very curious about different places and stuff. And so just getting to ask, you know, what makes Moldova a special place? Why should I visit there? Where would you take me in your city? These are always things that I love to ask that I recommend you too, or that if you use the app, just, um, try to discover as much as you can. You can even like challenge yourself to figure out like how many facts can I learn about this person's country in four minutes? Yeah, that's a great idea. All right. So we actually got a voice note from an app user talking about their experience because Andrea and I were both native speakers. We don't need to improve our English so much, although we are always learning. So we thought that he could say it so much better than we can. So we're going to play this from Anant. Hi, Senia. This is my review for the Real Life app. The app is really amazing. I mean, it's an incredible opportunity for us to meet people from all over the world and, and talk to them about um, about different things. They can talk about the culture. I've, I've spoken to people from different countries like Vietnam, um, India, 
పోలండ్ ఒమాన్ దుబాయ్ ఈజిప్ట్ అండ్ బ్రాజిల్ అండ్ ఈవెన్ ద యుఎస్ సో వి స్పోకెన్ అబౌట్ వాట్ మోటివేట్స్ దెమ్ టు లెర్న్ ఇంగ్లీష్ వై ఆర్ ది లెర్నింగ్ ఇంగ్లీష్ వాట్ ఆర్ దియర్ గోల్స్ అండ్ it it also helped me to get to know about the culture of the country and um and lots of things um more more than that right it also gives or takes away any excuse for us to practice our english whenever uh, even if you have few minutes you can always just click the call button and talk to any uh, anyone around the world so it's really really incredible and uh, it's a great addition to our english um e- english learning as well as um helping us become global citizens thank you so much for developing the app bye i think it might also be quite interesting to note that anant is from india originally but he currently lives and works in the us so again it just goes to show you like if you study english if you have certain goals in your life like you can totally make them happen and he speaks amazing english and yet still he's using the app to connect with people from all around the world and he's also using it to practice his english even though he lives in the us so i think that's amazing it's absolutely amazing it's funny too that he said so many things similar to what we said right about all the different countries that he's that he has connected with and i thought those were some great tips about asking people why they're learning english what are their english learning goals i think too it's just having that one of the great things about connecting with other learners that you don't get so much with native speakers is there's a lot of empathy because you're going through the same journey together you're struggling with a lot of the same things so it can be great to have conversations about like oh i'm i'm really having trouble with the present perfect continuous how like <laughs> what have you done you know to help make english grammar easier for example and so you can figure out what has helped other people to be successful and stuff and that might help you also just to increase your skills beyond just practicing your speaking yeah he gave some really good tips on topics to talk about and also you know like he mentioned it just takes a few minutes if you don't have a lot of time you can just connect one call two calls it's it's up to you based on the time you have and if you really want to improve your speaking and practice your english there's no excuse and like anant said you know he's connected with so many people and had such a great experience that even if you're feeling a little bit shy or you're afraid of pressing that button and making your first call just go for it just try and like forget about the fear for that moment press the button connect and you know it's not going to be that bad even if you are shy when you're speaking like just think of just think of the positives that could happen and how you will feel afterwards as well and then you'll probably just want to use it even more yeah you'll get addicted to that experience <laughs> and i i love that he said that as well that it's like so many learners say oh i can't improve my speaking because i don't have opportunities so it's like now you have no excuse because it's you know it's it's free you can meet people from all around the world you can a lot of us are working from home now so you know you could just take your coffee break for 10 minutes and speak to a couple of people there's really no excuses left uh and i think too if you're feeling really anxious as andrea said just go for it but if you need a little bit of extra help then maybe even just try as we've talked about like thinking of some different topics that you could talk about with a person and then practicing talking about that on your own first and that way when you go in 
Um, you could even record yourself and listen to it. And then that way, when you go in, you'll feel more confident because you've already done a little bit of practice. Yeah, that's a really good tip. So you can prepare and that will help your nerves. <laughs> exactly. All right. So as we mentioned before, we'll have a, an exclusive lesson over on Instagram. Maybe this will help you a little bit with connecting with people on the app because you can get some new expressions that you can use with the people that you're connecting with that have to do with global citizenship. And we'll see you next week on the Real Life English podcast. One, two, three. Ah, yeah. Hey again, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Don't be a stranger. You can find all the notes like vocabulary, links, and more for this lesson on our blog at reallifeglobal.com. And connect with us and on Instagram at reallife.english for even more fun English recommendations. Do you want to continue your learning and get confident, fluent English? Then I have a couple great recommendations for you. First of all, check out our YouTube channel, Learn English with TV series, where you can have fun learning to understand fast-speaking natives with your favorite movies, series, and more without getting lost, without missing the jokes, and without subtitles. Second, if you like our podcast, then our real-life native immersion course is perfect for you. It is the next best thing to studying abroad in an English-speaking country. Try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com pod to sign up. Finally, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please assist us in helping more people go beyond the classroom and live their English. You can do this by sending a link to this podcast to a friend or by leaving us a five-star review wherever you are listening. We might even shout you out on the podcast. Stay healthy and safe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Aw, yeah.